It's your daily dose with Bob and Nick. These are amazing times for people who love change. We're seeing it all around us at an incredible pace these days. Some of the change is good because I think we're evolving to correct some mistakes of the past, but other parts of the change are not so good. Have you seen the prices in the grocery stores lately? Today, Nick and I talk about some of the most striking dynamics we've encountered in this fast-paced evolution, and we explore some genuinely absurd solutions. Who knows, there may be the seeds of genius in here, but probably not. Enjoy. I'm married to a cook, so I'm married to someone who can fill my face with uh, amazing deliciousness all the time. I just discovered recently that Patty makes really great uh, chicken wings. Now, she always make good chicken wings, but she figured out a formula so that the way that she coats them and mm. bakes them and then grills them, and it's just like, it's perfect. So now I've been like, well, maybe you can make me some more wings. Oh, look you know. at these, uh, this bag of wings <laughs> that happened to appear in the fridge. Yeah, which, by the way, everything, have you been to the grocery store lately? Uh, yeah. It's crazy. The uh, Everything's so expensive. Yep. It's this is like our new normal now again. Uh, yeah, there is. Uh, if you go to a restaurant, if you, even if a drive-through, mm-hmm. right, is going to take forever, and it's not going to be as convenient yeah. um, as it was. And I think we take for granted that that's that's actually how long a lot of stuff takes. Yeah. Well, guess what? I think I think we talked about this before, but just the correction is happening now. Yeah. It's a big correction on so many levels. Cost is going to be a big thing because we're going to have to pay people more because people aren't willing to work the jobs they used to be willing to work for the money they used to be willing to work for. And, uh, and you know, it's really, I, I think it's an exciting time. It's a scary time because we're all going to have to adjust, you know, but you, you kind of like when these crises and these crunches and these pandemics occur, one of our first reactions should be take a breath. Things are different. How do we support each other here? Yeah. Because it's it's really new stuff. Um, when I, it brings to light stuff that we may not have realized for whatever reason, right? Like, okay, maybe we didn't want to admit that the cost of living wage is, you know, not even $15 anymore. That we just wanted to keep going the way it was. Yeah. Because we want employers to do well because then they pay more taxes wink wink nudge nudge um or whatever like we just didn't want to nothing brought it to as much of a head as the situation did yeah well it's such a big reset yeah and this is the thing i i love resets i i think they're powerful they're scary they screw up our momentum but maybe we had momentum in the wrong directions to begin with we and and you can't go back you can't like the theory that uh, we could go back to an easier time when no one complained about these things and everybody yeah. was at work um, or that we didn't know as much as we know. So, for example, like and this is I, I, I am so ignorant when it comes to a lot of this, but like somebody pointed out in a podcast or a tweet or a post that I, I saw like, OK, you know, restarting the uh, student debt payments is a measure to get people to prod people to go back to work. Oh, like oh. they, yeah. Is that the right way to do it? That's I, oh. But it gets people back to work. It put, gets the economy humming. It get you know this is the this is the yin and yang, yeah. the pull and push that we have. Well, this is to the game that we go again. This is like BF Skinner, right? This is all a big experiment. Where they're like, how, which end of the dragon do we need to poke yeah. to get it to move? Right. And and I don't, for me, I don't think pushing the pain points is is the right side of that formula. Right. I think pushing the pleasure points, pushing the incentive points. How do we make people want to do this? Well, we create 
work environments that are palatable to human beings. Yeah, we that are safe, that are, yeah. Right. And we accommodate people's lives, which we haven't. We've, we've been moving further and further away from work-life balance and the way that we work people in our lives. And it's just like, it's ridiculous. I used to not believe in unions, to tell you the truth, which sounds horrible because I do believe this value. Oh, I was telling somebody, I mean, I grew up, we moved here when I was born. And it's an immigrant family, so classic immigrant family Republicans are where it's at. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, they are about you keeping your property, your, everything is yours, reduce taxes, because you earn that. The government stay and out of my you space. you should not yep. have to give mm-hmm. as much or any of it up. Mm-hmm. So I remember being in private school in uh, uh, St. James Episcopal School uh, in Ormond Beach. Oh, I love it. And I was in second grade and we were drawing pictures of jimmy carter like oh he's a monster he should not win <laughs> ronald reagan wow. is the bomb or whatever we were saying in you know 1980 probably wow. not the bomb he's jimmy carter's a turkey and he needs to like and this was the influence of our parents yeah wow. right like so this was you know to come up anti-union to come up all of those things and it really wasn't until 96 that i saw the anyway i don't want to go into the whole thing again That's about bob dole though. but um <laughs> to your point like all of a sudden you're seeing stuff like amazon and yeah. it's coming to light and it was always there yeah. it's just now it's easier to share the stories and hear the stories and believe it right right like there's there's no like oh jeff bezos wouldn't do that he's such a nice guy yeah he would absolutely do that well that's the way it goes i believe uh and this probably is this is an unfair overgeneralization but i believe that if you amass a billion dollars in your life you had to wrong some people you had to either you had to blatantly, take advantage of something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some someone had to give in order for you to get that extraordinary, exorbitant wealth, right? Uh, and then the question is, where does the accounting come for that? You know, I mean, I'm a believer in karma, and when I say karma, I don't believe that it's the traditional sense of karma, but I believe that there's a give and take in the universe, and that good is often rewarded with good, and bad is often rewarded with bad. Mm-hmm. I believe in that basic concept of accounting. Uh, but I look at uh, the lives of billionaires and I wonder, you know, how that's a lot of accounting yeah. for the number of lives that are affected positively and negatively by the things that they do. You know? And that's why Batman should go after his own kind. <laughs> and by that, I mean billionaires. How about that? Right. He didn't seem to, though, did he? No, no interest. <laughs> no interest. He is fully propping up the system and the patriarchy. That is amazing. I never even thought of that before. Yeah. But that is that is something. Yeah. Oh, super. He's going after the symptoms. That's it. Well, thanks, Batman. Thanks, Batman. <laughs> also, we know you're Bruce Wayne. That's <laughs> jerk. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. Hearing myself talk about people like Jimmy Carter, I realize how many internal biases I still have that I'm working through. I know President Carter is an amazing guy who does incredible work, who's been his wife for like 80 years or something like that. But because of how I perceived him as a kid through the lens of my parents and my family, when you say his name, my initial reaction is a shrug emoji. I'll make a deal with you. I'll keep working on my biases if you keep working on yours, especially when it comes to peanut farmers. Have a great day.